How many yo's you want, baby? Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered Squared Circle 101. You got your man, that Thai Italian stallion. I wear my sunglasses at night, and my man with me today. If he was born with less dick and more money, he'd have less problems. My man, shoot him. How you doing today? <laughs> Man over here trying to stay out of trouble, man. You know me, K-I-Double. That's right, that's right. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. And please give me some feedback, baby, at Squared Circle 101 on Gmail. And don't forget to talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. I'm still waiting to get trolled, man. What's up with that? We, we got no no boxing nerds, no boxing trolls want to hit us? Nah, man. You know what I think it is? I think we actually get respect because we know what we're talking about for... Respect. Because we, we don't go out there and try to troll people to get that. So I think when, when I get into it, not even really get into it, when I talk to a whole bunch of cats that uh, actually do respond to us, it's more of just a difference in thought of opinion, man. So, like... I know what you. I know what you want, and I'm kind of. You know, I'm down. That's that's more of you. You want the beef, man. Me. Nah, you know I, what I, I think it is. Get, I, don't I think get into it with over internet thugs. I think they see a six foot five buff guy, and they <laughs> and they question what to say next. Then they see the guy who hangs with the six foot five buff guy, <laughs> and they know what he's probably gonna say because of that. You do got a hood pass. That's right. Verify, baby. Verify. <laughs> Let's talk about feeling good at rcf.com. I am rcf. This is CrossFit. They support us. We support them. Check them out. Two-week free trial if you're in Western Washington. We can't preach it enough. The good people. Um, you're not going to find a better group than them. They're At probably going to be opening a new location soon. I heard rumors and talks. They're moving into Tacoma to a new location. Bigger, man. It, uh, it's grown ever since I've gotten there, man. So a lot of people have been joining. It's, it's a, a great it, spot. It could become a lifestyle or become or could become the best decision you ever made when it came to just your fitness and, and weight. If you're trying to control it, make sure you hit them up. RCF.com forward slash contact. Two week, 14 days free trial. 14 days. Just check them out. That I'm feeling good. Make me feel even better. What you got for me today? Man, go something simple, man. And it's always the simple ones that that really stick to me, man. So success is just a series of small wins. Mm, okay. So basically, man, you know. Small wins. Sometimes That's they right. say progress is a slow process, man. But either way, man, journey uh, of a thousand it, miles begins with one step, man. You can so. only play one game at a time. You can fight one person at a time, unless you're like Jeff Speakman, the perfect weapon. Man, they don't know. You know they're too, they don't know. They don't know about, about that. that. That's right. You even know about that, man. man that, that's what, that movie got me into martial arts. <laughs> that movie made me dedicate it. Just search the perfect weapon. You might what? find a pep. Picture of me, you know what I'm saying there. And you have to scroll down a little bit, and you'll find Jeff Speakman. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a classic, man. I love that movie. Classic film. So we had an action-packed fight weekend. We did, with man. A, actually, with a had, stacked fight weekend one again. Of those, man, we actually had too much, man. We, I, I just had to catch up, man, because there were so many fights that I missed, man. I was glad I was able to actually get into that, man. Make felt like I was doing my job. Yeah, this food was so knee deep in cat Appreciate you, appreciate you. Yeah, he was knee deep in cat food all weekend. That's why I couldn't get nothing done. <laughs> Let's talk about some sweet hands. You know who got some sweet hands? Caleb Plant. Man, this boy is bad. I got, a, I got a man crush on this guy, man. Man, who doesn't? So if you're got, if you're a boxing fan, especially who yeah. doesn't? This is like how every every NFL person had a man crush on Tony Gonzalez at one time. Basically, you know, what I'm you know just like he's, he's just like he's the a boxing stud. equivalent. He's, he's a, a stud. stud. So, so Caleb Plant. Um, here, let me actually pull this up right there. So we got a. Super he was originally weight. supposed to fight Alan Campa, who pulled out 
Um, that happened after we recorded the show, and he ended up fighting Andrew Hernandez, who was a game who went the whole 10 rounds. Yeah. And then got his eye closed up in the process, yeah. though. So what I love about Caleb Plant is he's a pure boxer. That's one thing we always said, sweet hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, super middleweight, 168 pounds is what he fought, too. But Oof. I like him because he stayed calm in the pocket, and he stayed poised. And even though he probably, I don't know if he could have got Andrew Hernandez out of there because uh, the guy that he Andrew Hernandez was a tough, ca- uh, yeah. tough cat. But... He made it look easy though, man. He went there. He didn't show. He didn't show no stoppage, no backing down, no. and he can find the open spot anywhere. Yeah, no sunglasses for this guy after the fight. He barely got touched. He got caught a couple times because there's no way you go ten rounds without getting you capped. Can't. Like there's very you know few. There's very there's few. Caps. Very few yeah, if so anybody you're gonna, you're ever. Gonna get, yeah, man. You're they gonna, throw enough punches. You're gonna get. You're gonna caught, get man. a couple in there. You know what I'm saying? But not landing as flush as he was landing him on Hernandez. He he had his left eye closed up. Um, beat him and it just. Every punch he threw, every combination landed exactly where he wanted. This is a guy that the 168-pound division better be as scared of this guy as the 147-pound division is scared of Terrence Crawford. Yeah. So it's um, – I was over here checking, looking at the rankings for everybody. The only, the only people that have him ranked is the IBF, and they got him as 11. This guy's got, he's got a big frame too. He's gonna go to one seventy five eventually. You think so? I, I think know he, so. I think bro. he needs. He to ain't dominate. gonna shrink. Well, I think he needs to dominate this uh, super middleweight. Oh yeah, division he's still first, we like still that. wet so behind the ears, a, man. Got, you know what I like about Caleb Plant? His trainer is the same age as him, and they they grew up boxing together. You ever seen that uh, the video of those two kids where you got one that's the boxer? They could probably were like five, six years old. There's one who's a boxer and the other one who's actually working the mitts for <laughs> Oh, them. yeah. Like their brothers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, man. Could you imagine just growing up like having that? Like I have a... Actually, it was really funny. Is like um, two of my friends I grew up with uh, on the east side. You got Ricky and Lamar Lockridge. They last ah, night's down from, yes. yeah, so we Very got Rocky. Familiar. So, yeah, Rocky Lockridge. At first, man, I thought you were uh, talking about the movie Boys in the Hood. No, not Boys in the Hood, no. Rocky Lockridge is a Tacoma legend. He's actually one of the uh, if boxers. If you know anything be, about boxing, you know yeah. who Rocky Lockridge is. Yeah, we actually discussed it you know a any, few times. Any, anything um, about just boxing history, you know who Rocky Lockridge yeah, is. Yeah, Rocky Lockridge. This, that's definitely going to be for our older fans. Yeah, but he actually um, was the one who beat. Um, Roger Mayweather. Yeah. Be right. So for a championship fight. But anyway, uh, Rocky Lock, Ricky and Lamar, they are two twins. And, and so they were actually pretty good hoopers, man. But they have that axe sharpens the iron sharpens iron type. Mm-hmm. Piece. So you got somebody to work off with every day. So that that's kind of what I think about when you say, you know, the trainers the same age as them. So it's like growing up kind of having that same camaraderie with another person. Now, when I was a kid, my dad and his friends used to, uh, like to drink and then put boxing gloves on me and like the other kids and make us fight. Yeah, do you think, familiar, do you think uh, Rocky yeah. Lockridge used to do that to his kids? Like Maybe. on a good time, like when they were like seven, eight, like put the gloves on. Well, we, we'll handle this right now. Well, I know what you're trying to make a joke, but honestly, not with him, not really, because remember he got hooked on the drugs and stuff oh, like right, that. So right, like right. he uh, he wasn't around too much. So you, but, so you, know, you think he was out there putting him in the ring to fight to get him some money for the <laughs> That's cold blood. But, you know, at the same time, my uncles used to make me do that. Me and my cousin Andre, they used to make Ooh. us fight and stuff like that. Too, I'm but. glad to know, man. I'm not, that's going to make my pops feel good now uh, because he's not the only one. Apparently, it was man, a thing to do. Them, <laughs> hey, just throw them out there, man. Hey, that's how you make gladiators, man. Yeah. Let's see what we you We didn't got. have cable TV. You became my cable TV. That's what happened. There's Sweet no fights this hands. weekend. Don't worry about it. I got you. Sweet Hands Plant is a man to reckon with. Yes. Now, so I can't wait to see him. Um, 
in the future, actually. Um, I know you're trying to move on, but um, it's all good. What we were talking no, about, I, I, we can talk about we got, Caleb all day. We got a uh, James DeGal, Andre Durrell, mm. uh, Callum Smith. You got David Ooh. Benavidez, Chris Eubank Jr., uh, Caleb uh, Trucks, Jesse Hart, who we discussed also too. So those are just some of the names that we have. Arthur Abram, Jay Leon Love too, who we're about to discuss in a quick second. So all those. Um, I would like to see too. Caleb Plant and Jaylee and Love go at it. I would actually. Too. I think actually, that would be. I think uh, Caleb Plant would actually beat him. Me I think. Too. I think uh, that would be a good win for him because. Uh, that's the name. That's that's a big name. That's, that's a, name. a big name who's not past his prime. And so at Caleb all. Plant, weren't you saying that's an Al Heyman fighter? Mm-hmm. They, that means they can make it happen. They can make it happen too, especially since uh, Jaylee and Love fighting all the the money the, team, the money team, the, the funny camp team. Too. The funny team. The funny team. Now, since we're talking about Jay Leon Love. Yes, he actually had a fight. He went against Abraham Hahn, a Korean-American fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, game. This yeah. was a good fight. Yeah, it was. This was, was a good fight. Now, I didn't get the. I only got to see the highlights, which I actually got a good, good portion of it. It looks until the uh, the headbutt and the clash. It was a game. It was a, a pick-em, bro. Abraham, Abraham Hahn... I had him look like he was ahead. He, Dude, I, I he had forced, him ahead. He he forced more action, mm-hmm. and he looked like he was in more in control of the fight yeah. than Jay Leon Love. Jay Leon Love has always been a decent fighter to me, but I thought he was kind of like overhyped because yeah. of the the Mayweather camp of what they had yeah. him at. I I don't think he's as good as what his record states. His record is twenty three and one with thirteen knockouts. He's a good he's a good fighter, but I don't. He's I don't a tin man. I'm not gonna say he's a ten man. I think, I won't, he, I think he's no, a ten man. I'm not gonna go as far as that. I think he, when he gets in the ring, he'll he'll probably put him up with anybody. But I don't. Think I don't think he's, he. I don't when think when he gets to that elite okay, competition. How about this? I'll change this. I don't think he fights with enough confidence as he should. With as much skill as he has, he should have be a lot more confident. But he gets gun shy in the ring. I could see that. Does that make yeah. sense? No, that Is makes that a, perfect sense. Good. I understand that. No, that's how that. that's how you do it, son. So no, um, but if you look at you guys, got to look up this uh, Abraham uh, Han, Han, and then Jay Leon Love, mm-hmm. that headbutt where they clashed and you bro. do that in slow motion. That shit, that's ripped apart, bro. That yeah. was crazy. Like after the headbutt, he had to take a knee. Yeah, all that blood falling out. He fainted, passed out. They rushed in the ring, and it was great too because they didn't even stop the fight yet. Nah, and I was like looking at it like, okay, wait, are you? Guys, are you going to put him back out there? What's going on? Because it took a second before they yeah. even stopped the fight. It was just a time. Kenny Bayless called the timeout on it. So you brought up Just Speak Man and the Perfect Weapon. I'm bringing up Mean Mo Green from The Godfather when he got shot. <laughs> yeah. By, when he got shot by um, the Clemens that didn't do that. But in The Godfather, when he was out there getting a massage. It's another movie it, that probably a good portion have to see. It, it doesn't matter. It's the greatest movie of all time. So you got to check out The Godfather at the end when... Uh, well, Michael Corleone kills all the heads of the five families and stuff out. like that. Yeah. yeah, but he shoots he shoots Mo Green dead in the eye, and the blood just spills like right through his right through his glasses. And that's exactly what it reminded me of. That's how it poured out. Yeah. So that's, Godfather, check that out. That's what we're doing. We give you not even just boxing right. lessons. We're giving you movie references. Old so make classics. sure to check out the Perfect Weapon and Godfather. Yeah. No, that was a bad headbutt, man. And, and even Jay, Jay Leon got a bad got, cut too. You know, he already got that gash over his both of his. He has one on the top of his uh, left eyebrow, and Ooh. then he has that. And he has that shiner. He's about to become like Gabe Rosado, man. Just shop. Just walking. Just walking around with just. Just sneeze on him. Scut- just sneeze on <laughs> him. And he's gonna open up. Bleeding, you know what I'm saying? At you, and it's just. Pouring down his face. Oh, that's so That's gross. horrible, man, right? That's terrible. That's horrible. You're the one who thought about the Godfather, man. Now yeah, we got. Now last week I was trying to figure out what uh, David Benavidez was becoming with this opportunity. I thought it'd be a 168 pound 
champion mm-hmm. for Mexicans. Uh, but no, he became the youngest world champion ever. It used to be Mike Tyson at the age of 21 when he became a world champion. Benavidez can't even drink yet. He just won a world championship in Las Vegas. I don't know. Years old. Am I proud of this guy? Or should he be kind of mad at the gods? Like, how do I celebrate legally? He probably went to Mexico to do that, but... Let me see. Where did... Well, you know what? When you when you can pronounce... When you can say, I'm the champ, you can get pretty much get it anywhere, yeah. man. I would just walk around with the belt on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Hey, for real. Just, Let me get a drink. Well, no, so... Uh, I mean, they just fought in Vegas. Now, I... Um, Pay attention, pay attention. What are you watching, American Dad? Hey. Uh, David Benavidez, actually. <laughs> nah, man. So um, a long time ago, and we're going to give you a lot of stories. So a long time ago, uh, when I was playing basketball, got a call. They was like, hey, Carmen, we want you to play with these and one cats when that thing was really big. Or Nameless Wonder. Nameless, yeah, you got it. So, but after the game, you know, I did good. After the game, we all went to the club, and I was I was underage. But, you know, you're around enough people with some clout. You look you special. You look important. Yeah. You yeah. just slip right in, yeah. man. I, I don't think he had a problem getting into that after he won the belt 20 years old. I would have let him into my bar. Hey, the only time I ever fell in the friend zone was when I went with older chicks to the bar. <laughs> and now it wasn't 21 yet. got too drunk. Fell in the friend zone. Sucked. Oh, man. That's what, hey, David Benavidez, man. I like this guy. 19-0, 17 knockouts. It, uh, this one went the full... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one went the full round. He got a split decision to uh, Gabe Real. I was actually talking to um, uh, Marquise, Marquise Tree Weston, who's a professional fighter out hmm. here in Tacoma or whatever. Okay. So he's one of the guys that I first sparred with. Ah. Um, Your and, boy won over the weekend, too. You know that, Andre Keys. Oh, he won over the weekend? Mm-hmm. My boy Dre. Shout out to Andre Keys, man. Good. Mm-hmm. So um, we were talking about this fight, and I said I like Benavidez because we already seen the 6-7 punch mm-hmm. combination that knocked out his uh, Rogelio Medina. Mm-hmm. And then so, but Gavril was no slouch. He at that all. was his first loss. He was eighteen and oh, oh, he was eighteen and one. Yeah, he's at, got two losses now. So it's two losses. But Ron the Thrill Gavril is no slouch. He's a muddy team fighter. Um, he's gonna get more opportunities. He looked really good in this fight. He definitely lost, but he knocked David Benitez, uh, Benavidez down in the last round. Um, so. If he went 15, who knows what could happen, right? You never know. You Sometimes, never know. though, but uh, it takes... This is... This probably this is this was, this was an outing, too, to where I think is going to get more feist than Benavidez off of this. I understand that. And it, and it happens sometimes. What are you going to do? Besides... It's the game. It's the business. I would say football and boxing are the two sports that probably have to have the most discipline associated with it. Because boxing is one of those things, especially when you know that you could be ahead in the fighting towards the end, you kind of let up off the gas. Mm-hmm. Or you do run out of gas, you know, period, or something like that. And that's or you, you turn into Pacquiao and lose your killer instinct. Yeah, so, and you know, especially, you know, a full 36-minute mm-hmm. or 30-minute fighter, depending on what it is, yeah. it's kind of hard to keep that mental focus the whole time, especially when you think you could have in the bag. So that could be accounted for the knockdown uh, late in the rounds. So we've seen it many, many a times, too. So, like, you got, you got... Sean Porter getting knocked down by Adrian Broner and stuff like that. You yep. got uh, Chavez Jr. knocking down Sergio, Sergio Martinez, Martinez yep. whatever, laid down in the round. So De La Hoya stopped I Corte in the last round on a fight that he was losing. Exactly. Uh, that man. was a great fight. Hey, so, uh, yeah, there's there's a bunch out there. Uh, you got the robbery of Chavez Sr. Yeah, who robbed uh, Melch Taylor. Yep. So you there's got, so you got many out like there. that. So. But uh, he was on a he was on a winning end of this. David Benavidez, man, hats off to you. Glad to see you. And hopefully we'll be able to see more of those uh, seven-punch combinations in the future, man. Another super middleweight, man. So Now, 
let's talk about the World Boxing Super Series. Yeah, so it just started. That's how you start it. <laughs> That's how you start a Super Series. This was a great fight. Marco Huck came. He showed up. But this was the difference between... This is class tells over time for sure. Yeah. You could tell right off the top who's got the amateur pedigree and who's the guy that came in from the street because he's fighting every day. Yeah. Uh, Marco Huck, he came in and honestly... Former champ. Former champ. But when you come in, you have somebody who has superior boxing skills and talent and who's more sharp than you. Sometimes you got to overpower him. Yeah, you got you got you to rough him up. He, and he was doing it. In the words of the great, late, great philosopher, old dirty bastard. Or Maybe I like it raw? No, oh. Rizzo. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Bring the ruckus. Bring the fucking ruckus. I just, so just, so, so I just told my gotta, sister, every time I see my nephew running around and into the room, that's the first thing that pops in my head. <laughs> because that's just how he's he's been storming through lately. Hey, that's what it is, man. So Marco Huck, man, I like the way he came out. He came out really aggressive. Kind of died off, but he stayed He stayed in the thick of things, man. Mm -hmm. But um, class For the most time, part, he was game, bro, because he was taking shots. To the face. Taking like brutal. Like a professional porn star. Right? Just, <laughs> so, just, man, taking him. It was a good stop by Robert Bird, who will let you fight, apparently. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's he's a great ref as far as for the when you got two action-packed fighters. Hmm. Marco Huck tried to be dirty at first in the first round, uh, pulling on the back of Alexander's head, trying to mm -hmm. get some, sinking in some rabbit punches. Um but you can even see that though, because mm -hmm. like when you've been in this, when you've been in this game a long time, Alexander, he didn't even get rattled by that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, just like when we were, um, we were watching the not the David, what was the fight, the Caleb Plant, mm -hmm. the Sweet Hands Plant. He kind of got a low blow, but it was just like he just kind of shook it off. It was just like you didn't know, complain like, to the all, ref. It's, hey, it's all Nothing. in the game. Yep, I'm, I'm here. I'm okay. winning. I understand. I understand. You're doing what you got to do because you're losing. Yeah. So Alexander Usyk looked great in this. That camp is. You know him and Goldstick and Lomachenko and Lomachenko's fight. They have a they have a nice core group of, especially to work off of too. So everybody looks great in that camp. And the entire boxing super series is 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 filled up with great matchups right now. And no matter who wins what, the matchups of the future are going to be awesome. So shout out to them. Um, I'm so glad that this was a great exciting fight. We got another one coming up this weekend on the World Boxing Super Series, which we'll talk about uh, once we get into this uh, weekend's fight cards. Um, but Alexander Usyk to me is probably the favorite. He's got to be the favorite for for the entire cruiserweight portion of the walk, the World Boxing Super Series. Did, What's uh, Usyk's record, real quick? Oh my bad, I just got out of there. Hold on, thirteen and uh, he was thirteen and zero now with eleven knockouts. Okay, good win, good win for him. Now, uh, let, you ready to go on the Superfly? Yeah, let's go on the Superfly weekend. Let's talk about your boy Backney. You saw that too, and at first, you know, I tried to sit there and I tried to sit there and look at more of it to see. I thought it cleared up a little. It's no, the it's the horchata. A, my, my, the hor the horchata. Is that what it is? No, that's no. her name, horchata. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, that's so gross. Yes, great fight. Great fight. Great fight. You know what I did? Huh. You see that? You see those numbers down there? Oh, you actually, actually kept score. I kept score of the fight too. You know what? Ooh. It was um, mm. it was one of those things too. It, what did you have it scored? I had it 114, 113, Estrada. Okay, good. Yeah. So I had it. So I had it him up by of, two rounds. So Harold Letterman, he he had a flip-flop, 114, 113. And then I so don't know if I was watching. No, it was the round one, two, three, four, five. I had Quadras losing seven, every round af, from the fifth on. Eight. 
I think it was the eighth or ninth round where Harold Lettleman had uh, Quadras winning, and I had Estrada, and I think that's where the I think that's where it came into play for the very end. Most of the boxing community thought Estrada won the fight. He did. He did. He did. Um, they um, that that knockdown definitely helped a lot because I had that Carlos, it, it I had Carlos been, Quadras winning draw. the easy yeah, draw. Had, easy draw. I, I had Carlos Quadras winning the first five rounds. Yeah. And then it looks like he had he got tired. He was a more active. He was he, taking a lot of solid he, body shots. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny is Strada did not tried break. He did not crack, true. bro. He fought. Here, this is what I had for him. So he was getting his time. He was starting to get his timing down more round three, and he stayed very patient. Hey, stay with me. Stay I'm with, with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he was putting his punches together. But he fought the perfect pace for 12 rounds. Like, not saying that's what he did. Didn't overdo it. He didn't had a pull game back, plan. He didn't pull back. He did stuck to it. He literally, the little engine that could, just mm-hmm. little bit by bit. I worked and him. And that's what made. I worked him. Yep. No, he had to knock down round 10. Um, Juan Francisco Estrada is a guy who needed to win. He gave Chocolatito a tough fight and loss, close decision. Mm-hmm. But from his life, he needed, he needed to win. He needed another opportunity to shot at glory. Um, he's probably going to get it. Yeah. Because so, uh, you heard his story, right? You know, mom died as a kid. Okay. Then his dad died shortly after. Then the aunt who raised him got died getting hit by a car off on the side of the road. Kind of luck. What did you do in your past life, man? Right? To earn something like that, man. That's terrible. Right? To hear about that's like hella depressing, man. I could so like so for him, man. When I hear that, and then I see professional boxer, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. You're allowed to be a little mad at the world. You you get you get a pass on that one. You get a pass on that one. So, but uh, one of the things is I I try to keep into accountability of we're all human. Yeah. We're all human. So some of us. When you, and then you got people like me who are above human. I understand, yeah. but we're, we're not here to talk about me. We're here Whatever. to talk about the great sport of the sweet science. The so, sweet science. Judge, so judges remember the last thing they see. So, and then um, our boy, the judge, he every round is every round is zero, a new zero. fight. Zero, zero. Every round yep. is a new fight. But you can't help to be human and look at the way momentum shifts and mm-hmm. it kind of carries and goes on to round after round. And I think the so, biggest thing with a judge on that one is is the body language. Yeah. Because even when you go in 0-0, zero, zero, mm-hmm. body language changes everything. I think body language lost Pacquiao his last fight. Um, body language lost Carlos Quadras this fight. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because those punches look like it hurt. And so, now, there's times Triple G walks through a punch. He may never admit whether which one's hurt or not, but his body language showed that it didn't phase him. And those punches that were landed on Quadras, especially in the later rounds, you could tell that those hurt. Yeah. So it's it was kind of like the the second half of the fight was probably like the last thirty seconds of old Sugar Ray Leonard fights. The little shoe shine. Yeah. You just it's the last thing you Still remember. Around. So from like round six on, like besides. You know, especially since the knockdown, mm-hmm. uh, Juan Francisco Estrada. He that's that's what you remember. So, but how do you like the Steve Harvey, uh, Carlos Estrada by your man Michael Buffer at the end? Man, just calling out the wrong person. The biggest difference was that Steve Harvey, as a host on any show, his checks does not have the same amount of zeros as Michael Buffer's does. For oh his no, announcing. So for Michael Buffer to mess that up. I don't know, 
That wasn't. I don't think that. I think, I think they, they handed, handed it to him wrong. I think wrong, they right? handed it to him wrong too. So had to. And then Carlos Quadras, Juan Francisco Estrada, Carlos Estrada, man, you Juan Francisco Quadras. You think Michael man, Buffer you can, hates you can, boxing? Like just hates like sports in general. You know what? I think that man's so high on quaaludes. I don't even know right? what the hell. I don't, I don't even know <laughs> if he knows only, what he's doing. Only man in the world who can still get quaaludes. <laughs> All right. So look. Another movie reference. I don't know if you've seen El Cantante. No. It's actually a really good movie with Jennifer Lopez like and Mark, Mark Anthony. Oh, it's definitely a porno. But yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so um, Hector Laveau, he was a famous uh, Spanish singer or whatever, Marenke and all that kind of stuff like that. I need but, to know. Uh, he ended up dying from I AIDS. He was cokehead, oh, no, heroin. No. Uh, like, he was, like he was a partier. Like he was like... Yeah, I like to hang with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. man, sit there, seriously, look at the movie, like, hey, yo, man, this dude kicks it real hard. But anyway, he used to be, like, they used to have him in the back of the taxi on his way to his own shows. He's high, and he's drugged, he's drunk, but you put him in front of that mic, and he just knows what he's mm. doing. That's probably what Michael Buffer is. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, he's just like, all right, as soon as he gets <laughs> they up there, they help him up, up help him into the <laughs> ring. And then the lights come on. He's, just, he's oh. like, yeah, he just straightens up. He's like, look, I only got to be out here for five minutes. Let me hold yeah. it together for 300 just a cute seconds. Card. They hand him right. the cue card. He's like, and to the world and everybody around us. <laughs> it's second oh, nature, man. man. You're, hey, you ever do, you ever do drugs or anything like that? And, then do, and then, oh, you rap. And I don't all that do kind drugs. Of drugs do me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, you rap. But it's just like there's some things you're just like. I can do this in my sleep. Mm -hmm. yep. So that's probably what Michael Buffer is yeah, right now. Yeah, there. and he probably was sleeping. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Let's talk about Neyoa Inoue. All right. You know what I got to say about this? And you're probably going to be disappointed on how I what I have on this. I don't think so. I think we're, I bet you we're going to have... You want me to go first? See if we're the same? Yes. I think Inoue hits really hard, but he's really wet behind the ears and lacks a lot of boxing skill. He's he was thirteen and zero with eleven knockouts walking into this. Mm -hmm. I was him. I was really he was poison calm. I, um, he's he imposed his will early, but at the same time, Antonio Nevis he had a little bit of a Nicholas Walters in him. Yeah. I'm not saying he didn't have no heart, but I think I think in, losing I think weight, way, coming down in weight, hurt him more than it thought. I think Inouye was just over, too overwhelming, yeah. like Vasil Lomachenko, mm -hmm. and then like. Uh, down the stretch, Nevis didn't have no power in his punches, and he couldn't do nothing about it. So like. Uh, impressed with Inoue's power. I'm not impressed with his skill at all. I'm not impressed with his skill. I'm not impressed with his, not necessarily his skill. He just needs more competition. He's still the wet behind the ears. I don't know how good this guy can be because he's been punished. He's been punishing all of his opponents, man. So I got a prediction for you too. I yeah. think he's going to run from his next competition. You think he's going to run? I, I don't think he's staying at 115 because his next competition would be the, the KTFO that happened on the very next fight on the card. Um, and that's, I've been working on this. It's Sarisaket Soren Visay. Soren Sok. Sarisaket. Soren Sok. Soren Visay. Yep. And, uh. Good job. That's the one, uh, once again, if you, if you guys did not know, I was wrong on only one of my picks on this fight card, and that was Quadras. Thought he was gonna win. So no, you know what? And just like I said, we said this last show. What's, what's wrong with you, man? Allergies. Bad, Allergies. bad cocaine. Bad coke. <laughs> no. So that's one of the things. Um, when it's fighters that I, whether I like them or not, whether I care about them or not, upset me. Let me be wrong and make it good though too. So 
we did have Inouye picked. We did have uh, we both had Quadras picked, but I'm really glad at how that turned out because you know it made it for, it was a really exciting fight too. So it could have went either way. You yeah. can't get anything closer than that. One thirteen, one fourteen. Um, but Inouye, what are we still? We're still on Chocolatito, right? Yeah. Well, we'll probably because Inouye's gonna get brought up because I want to compare him. We're gonna get, uh, compare him to Price Sword and Visa. But let's talk about Chocolatito Sword and Visa. Yeah. So as of right now. Well, one the first thing that uh, had me dying was when the last when's the last time Chocolatito was a B side fighter? <sighs> <laughs> Nothing in the recent, not in the last probably five six years. So that was the funny thing about me just uh, just seeing him just seeing him come out second and being announced first. I mean, come out first and then announced first. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's he's. I bet you that probably threw him off a little bit. Yeah. No. I think um, you remember before Soren Visai, there was thoughts of retirement for him. I don't know if you heard any of those rumors, read it anywhere. He, there was he he said it somewhere that that it crossed his mind. That's always a bad sign for any fighter, right? Yep. Whenever you th- contemplate um, retirement, you're already retired. When I saw him fight Soren Visai the first time, I noticed the size difference. He got dropped with a body punch, and his body language showed to me that he couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And Soren Visai knew this going in. Now, their stats on paper are exactly identical, bro. Same age, same weight, same height. Uh, Soren Visai blew up a little bit bigger, for sure. But I honestly think that... Uh, he had no fear of Chocolatito. I think that kickboxing really... I think that kickboxing really had... His moment. We talked about this on the first time they fought. Man, he's used to getting kicked in the head. So Need when you feel elbows, some, yeah. Bro. So when you're used to fighting, and then you get used to somebody like Chocolatito's power, I don't think it's, it's Chocolatito wasn't coming forward. And then I think it was a he second round. He couldn't I think come it was forward. The second round. He couldn't come forward. I lo- looked in his eyes. He didn't have it. Nope. He didn't have it. Mm-mm. I think this I saw is it guy, too. He cannot. Man, that's how you do. Yep. See, you hang I around with me. Too. You learn some stuff, man. That first knockdown. Yeah. Hurt him. Yeah. Bad. And then the body punches was right destroying that. him. And then it's always a bad sign when you get knocked out. Everything's on the ground but your head, because you're you're. Instinct and body as a fighter wants to get up and fight. You know what's really funny about it? But he got, it, it's always crazy when you see the guy hit the ground and the ref doesn't even start counting. Yeah, so one thing that, uh, you know what this fight kind of reminded me of? It reminded me of the Andongo Crawford fight. Yeah. The Terrence Crawford and Julian, because there was nothing really significant about the fight. Good action. And then all of a sudden it ended. Done. So, like, <laughs> so like the wasn't Sopranos. Just a knockout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, dead serious. Everything though, went man. black. So, serving Vise. I want to see more. I want to see more of this guy too. Like, I mean, Chocolatito. They still had him pound. They still had him pound for pound. Number one in you know a few Insulting. other avenues. And it's he maybe top ten. I probably maybe, would have removed maybe. him from the list. Yeah. Now he's off the list completely. Yeah. We yeah. saw a shot fighter. We saw the the end of a done fighter. He he's done. I don't know. I don't think he's done. I think he's done because he can't handle that. He he's not going to handle Sora. This is why anymore. he's done. Why is he done? When was the last time? I'll tell you exactly the last time. The most significant one was Rocky IV when you see Apollo Creed's <laughs> wife crying into the camera. Yeah. Then you see uh, smash cut to uh, Pacquiao Cotto. Cotto's wife crying in front of the camera. Yeah. Leaves the ring. Uh-huh. Chocolatino's wife ran out holding her sister's hand, pulling her, screaming before he got knocked out. Or like right when he got knocked out. Ran right to the locker room probably waiting for him. 
what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Took off. He's done, bro. He's done. Because he's going to have to choose between his life at home or or, or his, his passion nah, left for boxing. He's, no, he's going to have to choose between not running into Sir and Bise again. Now, look, we got somebody. We they, got lost, somebody. they lost the opportunity of an Inoue fight because they prolonged it. They, they, uh, they, they, <laughs> they, Who had a more devastating loss, Chocolatito or Sergey Kovalov? Oh, Chocolatito. You think Chocolatito was more devastating than Sergey Kovalev? Mm, I don't know. I think yeah, that's a tough one because Kovalev... Not, not who looked worse. Kovalev like, could have had his heart snatched on this last one. Like, I think he could have... His heart could be gone. Kovalev's heart could be gone. But... Because... His muscle memory could keep him fighting. Uh, Chocolatito why, could have lost his love for boxing overall. The reason why... The reason why... Because you dominate 46... I think, the reason why I think Kovalev had a more devastating loss is because... That's a one, tough he was, one, man. He was already uh, contemplating retirement. But even Kovalev has a fight coming up now. Yeah. So we're not going to jump into that. But, but he was in KTFO, like, He was in KTFO. They didn't... They didn't have to... Look... Look, this was... Chocolatito wasn't invincible. The fact it, that they still make selling, smelling salt to wake people up blows my mind. Yeah. They had to get that for this boy. No, I understand. They, they, I bet you they had to blow this, the dust not, off the case. We're, look, and we're not even going to get into a debate of, like, of what it is is mm-hmm. whose was worse. The, everybody's scared of Crusher. Yeah. Everybody's scared of you got You got somebody like Adonis Stevenson who's been holding on to that WBC belt forever because he does not want to fight this man. You had people lining up who wanted Chocolatito. Quadras needed a rematch because that was mm-hmm. close. Inoue was one of the number one He's coming up in weight, though. though. Like, he was coming up. But at the same time, yeah. But Kovalev, he was a man. This man was feared. Mm-hmm. And he has a fight coming up. So I, I think Chocolatito may have more in his tank. He just, you just, one of those things. KT like, Promotions hey, dropped the twice. ball on this. They dropped the ball on this. Um, they, I love K2 Promotions because they want to make big fights, but they honor all the... They honor the governing bodies and, and give the next uh, the the next ranked contenders the opportunities. You know what I'm saying? To make fights, to keep their fighters active, and that's the best quality about them. But at the same time, I'm gonna school you, right? Okay. This reminds me of Juan Manuel Lopez versus Eurocas Gamboa, the two Olympic. They were two amateur stars, Olympians uh-huh. that were on a crash course. For a pay-per-view showdown. And then Juan Manuel Lopez got knocked out. And then Eurocos Gamboa was like, yeah, I don't want top rank. Wish he, I bet you wish he stayed with him now. You know what I'm saying? And and then they missed out on a big opportunity at the time. Would don't have you been hate, when, a don't great you hate when somebody doesn't win when they're supposed to win? The messes up a mess. I do and don't. It depends on who. It, well, it depends on who. Well, really. I'll tell you one thing. And we're going to talk about it later on the show. The reason why I told you... There is no possible way Daniel Jacobs is going to beat Triple G, mm-hmm. and there is no way Chavez Jr. is going to beat Canelo, no matter what. Yeah, no matter no what. No matter yeah. what. No matter what, yeah. No I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So. But we'll talk about that one because yes, there's a comment will. I want to say. But uh, now, Nayoa, anyway, he's here, right? Yeah. This is the invasion. The monster's here. Yeah. I wonder if, if is monster Godzilla in Japanese? Or is that what it is? But anyways... <laughs> I wonder how, how what the actual word is in Japanese. Probably sounds good. But, yeah, there you go. But I want to see him fight Soren Visai. I want that fight right there. That's what I want next. I don't think he's ready. I just I, I want to find out. He's not. He's not ready. Because I think Soren Visai right now is on has a level of confidence to where I don't think anybody could beat him in this division today. Especially if they keep him active. Listen. 
Because well, if you want you, you just beat the consensus number one pound for pound fighter. Well, yeah. Convincingly. So listen. It didn't, have, it didn't take a fourth fight to knock him out. So it took four so, rounds in the second fight. So listen, you want to put Inouye in the ring with somebody who is now forty-four and four with forty knockouts, and one of those, and he just put to sleep pound for pound one of the. They were trying to put him in with the pound they for pound try- for best. Yeah, but at the same time, this changes the whole script of everything. Oh, this changes the entire hey, rankings. Hey, yeah. This, Sir, I don't look, even. Next week, I don't want. Next week, we're gonna do a pound for pound ranking. Next week, we're gonna do a pound for pound ranking. I'm gonna tease it right now. We're gonna do it because after this fight weekend, it's gonna change. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you know what? I already, if the outcome comes how I think is gonna come, I already have already know what I'm gonna. I already have my pound for pound, my top five at least. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, now, what now. you got? What you got? Just go ahead and read that for me right there. What's that say? It says, Boner, what? WTF. WTF. What's up with you, man? So, I watch a lot of garbage. I watch a lot, I watch a lot of garbage. I follow, I got a lot of social media. I follow a lot of dumb stuff. We all I do. saw... I saw the caption of what Adrian Broner was involved in, and did you hear it? No, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Bro, so uh, imagine you're in Las Vegas in the strip. You're just having a good time, hanging out with your friends, and then randomly you get punched, right? The mm-hmm. knockout game, right? Now, what happens when that happens? And the person throwing the punch is a world class champion fighter. You did nothing to nobody. You just walking money, by, bro. Money, money, money. I want this boy. Money, I want. I want money, Boner money, 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 to be receiving Boners in prison. Got to have it. I'm getting paid. Don't paid. be. I'll tell you right now. Don't be surprised if Boner never fights in Las Vegas again. Never again. Guarantee it. Pac Man Jones is not allowed in Las Vegas because he. He paralyzed a bouncer at a strip club owned by some made men, quote unquote. Yeah. So he's not allowed back in Vegas. You'll never see Pac-Man Jones in Las Vegas again. Ray Boo Boo Mancini is on the record saying Boner will probably get whacked if he comes back. <laughs> Anybody whose last you, name ends with a vowel says that, you should probably be just a little worried. Anybody who says whacked, <laughs> period right. like you say whacked it was like whoa, whoa. whoa say you're gonna down. beat me up yeah, say you're right, gonna right, beat right, my yeah. ass say yeah, say, yeah, say yeah. we're gonna f you yeah, up yeah, say yeah. Don't, don't say whack me yeah. oh, i'll actually <laughs> might take you seriously yeah. i'm like hey bro whoa we didn't have to go there i only have one request if we're gonna do this can we get a bomb in the car bomb in the car start the ignition old school boom Right? Nah, man, you saw a Casino Man. Yeah. You saw a Casino Man. Sometimes, depending on how the car is built, mm-hmm. you could just catch on fire real quick, man. Nah, man, you got to get it like uh, Tommy did in Goodfellas, man. Just let me walk into a room, pow. Yep. Just, just, just don't think, let me think see that it. it's your don't party. Yeah, yeah. Don't let me see it. Walk in and just be like, oh, man. Yeah, just, you know, you know. Yeah. But then after that, just, it's lights out. Yeah, I, I need it quick. I don't, I don't, don't, yeah, don't beat my brother with I a I saw the video, the but then I watched it again yesterday and. With with no sound, there was no sound going on. It was in the middle of the store, and and you just heard the crack. You heard it just smack right on the dude's face, bro. And no charges pressed yet. Um. But his team, they get this guy's got to be getting money on the side if there's no charges pressed. If not, I want I want Boner convicted. I want him in jail because you just don't when you're a world class fighter. You don't just punch random dudes, man. You ain't never punched nobody random. Nah, 
I never, I never did nothing. Nobody that didn't have it coming or deserve it. <laughs> who, who said that? <laughs> Whose quote is that? Al Pacino, Scarface. Yeah. And that, and that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? And this guy, man, just to, bro, whose weekend got ruined worse? Chocolatito or the dude who got knocked out by Boner on the strip? Nah, because the dude who got the, well. He's in Vegas for fun, bro. He's in, he, and he's. Unless it was, a, even if it was a local. Locals don't go to the strip you know unless what? you're trying to get laid. Well, check this out, though, man. You never know. He could have lost a whole bunch on the table. You get punched out by Adrian Broner, hey, you make your money back. Yeah, so double you, it, right? So, right? so you never yeah, know, yeah. man. Make the best out of a bad situation. I hope he at least gets laid from the black eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened? What are you doing? I, got, I fought a boxer. I fought a boxer, yes. professional boxer, Adrian Adrian Boner. You don't have to win to say you got in a fight. No, you don't. <laughs> I wrestled bears for fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For fun. I like to wrestle bears. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Not gay God. guys, but bears, actual oh, bears. God. Now, there was a lot of fights. There's three... Three fight cards this weekend. We're not going to go on all three fight cards, mm-hmm. but we will talk about the main events on two of them, and then we'll go into the big supremacy this weekend. Um, World Boxing Super Series back. Back this weekend with a great matchup, Callum Smith versus Eric Skokland. Um, those who listen are mostly... We get a bigger portion of Americans than we do Europeans that listen. Yeah. But we do try to cover the top European fighters because there's a lot of good ones out there. Callum Smith... I love, I'm rooting for this guy, Eric Skokland, no slouch, no joke at all. Eric Skokland can bang, he's a great fighter. Uh, Callum Smith. Callum Smith. You know who this is? I know of him, seen a couple of his fights. But, you know, um, he's one of the Smith brothers. What Liam Smith's brother, the guy who got body punched mm-hmm. and knocked out by Canelo. So uh, he's going to be rocking time. autism on the shorts, that's why yeah. I'm a fan. Um, read a great article with him, I posted on our page actually about it. Yep. Um, talk about the brothers and everything they do for their family, everything his mom and dad goes mm-hmm. through for his sister. So this is a guy I'm definitely rooting for, not just in boxing, but in life, life in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is gonna be a great matchup, bro. It is gonna he be. He turned a great down. Match. He turned down a shot at the world at the WB. So the the title that Benavidez just won this past weekend, he walked away from that opportunity to participate in this. Yeah, this is only only Savage Survives type uh, Super Series, man. So like Eric Skoglin, he's ranked twelfth. Callum Smith, mm-hmm. he's ranked number one in there. We both had Callum Smith picked, right? Yep. Okay. I think he's gonna win. Uh, he walked away from a chance at, for a shot at Anthony Durrell, which I thought he would win too. He would beat Durrell. Um, and I think everything he's has too much behind him right now. Eric Skoglin is no slouch though, man. This is gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a great fight. With these fighters, I have no personal attachment to them. So let me be wrong. Don't right. matter for yeah. I got I got Calvin Smith, but at the same time, show me a good fight. Yeah, right. Yeah. This there 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 will be a loser on paper, but no loser if it's a good performance. It, it never is if it's right? a good performance. Eh? You're always gonna get work. Now we got another guy on the other side of the pond. There is a uh, a guy who's uh, I think he's been kind of uh, I'm gonna say Adonis Stevenson is what he's been doing to his belt. Billy Joe. Mm-hmm. Billy not Billy Jean. He, Billy Joe. Bill, and the thing about Billy Joe Saunders is he's been in, he's been in with some good the opposition. most talk oh, yeah. with everything, but not any fights lately. He's fighting Willie Monroe Jr., uh, one of the Triple G's victims. Yeah, um, I love Willie Monroe, man. It's it's anytime you see a guy who's a slick boxer. Quick hands, slick yeah. boxer, mm-hmm. and he fought Triple G and had to make a decision. Like, well, I can't box this guy. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So it's just time to stand and fight. Yeah, I, mad respect, mad respect. Now, Billy Joe Saunders is in for it. 
because Willie Monroe is slick, and Billy Joe doesn't have that kind of pressure Triple G does. At all. So Willie Monroe, 26-2 and two with only six knockouts. Yep. So with that low knockout percentage, you're a boxer. Yep. You're a pure boxer. And you have, and especially for it to be, you didn't get knocked out. You got TKO. I mean, so you went in there, you banged with the top of the top. Mm-hmm. The top of the You're top. Your top of the top. Yeah. And then, you became a bottom on that one, but you banged with the top. Oh, <laughs> 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 man. I'm here all week. Oh, man. I gotta get the studio audience sound effect, <laughs> or at oh. least a laugh. Right? <laughs> Let's go to Billy Joe's record real quick. Okay, Billy Joe, he's twenty-four and zero with twelve knockouts. I think is what it was. So this to me is a style nightmare for Billy Joe Saunders because this is the thing: he's not a come forward, walk you down fighter at all, and I think he's gonna adjust and have to do that because William Monroe isn't gonna walk him down. He's just not going to do it. Yeah. He's not going to go for the knockout in the early rounds. He's just not going to do it. And then, like, two of the... And I think he's a little taller than uh, Billy Joe, too. And then uh, his two... The two names that he had... One of the two names that he has on there. You got Chris Eubank Jr., which he won a split decision. And you got Andy Lee, which mm-hmm. is a majority decision. So, a lot of close. So, they're, they're really close fighters of what you had on here, too. So, like... I yeah, look at he the beat Andy and Lee how, pretty convincingly too. Andy Lee was was he just got the title when he when he yeah. when he lost it. So Andy Lee's a good fighter. Chris Eubank Jr. He put his only loss on there. Chris Eubank Jr. is no slouch at all at yeah. all. One of the best. Got good fast hands. Uh, great at slipping punches. Very good fighter. So all I know is that the winner of this says they want the winner of Triple G Canelo. Bad news for them is. Um, they get the winner of Triple G Canelo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that like I don't know how you. It has to be a it has to be money grab. Like yeah, yeah I mean okay I'm not gonna say it has to be a money grab, but at the same time is whoever wins whoever wins this fight, whether it goes to distance or whether it goes knocked out, you have to be scared either way. Mm-hmm. You have to be because like none of these guys are able to knock each other out. Like you. Dan and Jacobs had to go up 20, 30 pounds to last 12 rounds. And Canelo, you've never seen, I mean, besides Floyd Mayweather and Eros Randy Lara, you've never, sit, you've never seen him outclassed. And that guy has power, and he's seen almost everything under the sun, man. My man got 50 fights. Yeah, everything under the sun, exactly. So, <laughs> good luck. Good if luck. You, if you really want the winner of Chicago. that. I mean, I like, the, I like the heart. I like the heart mm-hmm. saying that you want him. But I don't know how much of that is actually hard and how much of it is that brain thing about good luck. the money. I've been watching a lot of um, uh, Taken spoofs, like the ro- the robot chicken one, uh, the family guy one. <laughs> the family guy one, he's like, I have no special skill. <laughs> yeah, skills. He's, he's, he's like, I'm not going to come find you. I'm not- <laughs> That's probably one of the best ones ever. He was like, he's like, get under the bed with your feet sticking out slightly and panic. Remember nothing but panic completely. <laughs> now, let's oh, talk man. about Three days, five hours, and 53 minutes from now. What happens then? Supremacy happens. What kind of supremacy? Not white supremacy. Okay. Well, I guess on paper they look like it could be white supremacy. So one's actually Mexican and the other one's Ukrainian. But I don't know if that's actually considered white in America. But middleweight supremacy fight card. Mm -hmm. The first fight on that fight card, I think, 
is a candidate for a good, exciting fight, and that's uh, Randy Caballero Caballero versus Diego De La Hoya. I believe Caballero means cowboy in Spanish. Against somehow the first cousin of uh, De La Hoya. Who they mention every time he fights. I, 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 I think we knew he was a relative from the De La Hoya, right? Because what are the odds of being another De La Hoya? We know you're not. We know De La Hoya isn't a Spanish version of the Georgetown Bulldog or whatever you know Georgetown Hoyas, but Randy Caballero, what's his record? So Randy Caballero is twenty four and zero, with fourteen knockouts. Ooh, now Diego Diego De La Hoya hasn't done nothing bad in my opinion like honestly he goes out his fights are okay but he hasn't done nothing to excite me somebody's o's got to go this is this is a chance for i think golden boy is gonna find out who the prize fighter is in a bf super bantamweight title local champion so this is uh the the u.s version of the ibf is the nabf um this is this is golden boy audition look de la hoya diego you got a job you're related to Golden Boy. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're going to get work. You, you got a deal. Randy Caballero, 24-0. We need to see what we got. And one way to test them, put them both in the ring. You know what I'm saying? The winner of this is going to be who they try to, is who they're going to mold to hopefully be one of their next big prize fighters. But at the same time, is I'm not trying to have no paper champion. I mean, I'm saying what I want. Uh, Randy Caballero, I actually have not seen this guy fight. Have you seen him fight? Mm-hmm. You Pretty seen good. him fight? Yeah, he's slick. He's good. He's uh, and then Diego Lojo, we've seen him fight a Multiple few times, times and yeah. it's just uh, Randy it's Caballero is no slouch, no slouch at all. Now, anytime you see a Hispanic name, you get a lot of the early wins will come from Mexico mm-hmm. or other parts of Mexico, like Southern Anyone California. Like Creed, <laughs> probably right there. Donis Johnson, there, right? <laughs> so. We're gonna see once it happens. I'm not too intrigued by this. I mean, you could have brought it up, but it's whatever. It's a it's a fight that's gonna be televised. It's gonna be a good fight. You need to be intrigued because one of these names we're gonna be talking about a lot more. Okay, we'll, the name we we'll will bur- be talking we'll about bur- a lot we'll more is probably Joseph Diaz. Okay, this just came up, right? Well, Joseph Diaz was originally supposed to fight Jorge Laura, but then today Laura pulled out of it with a back injury. So now he's fighting Rafael Rivera, who I've never heard of. But Joseph Diaz is another undefeated fighter on Golden Boy. That they want to be able to mold and turn into hopefully a world champion. None of these guys really have star power that we just talked about. No personalities that grab you, but they they definitely all got skills. Another bout. We got. I'm somebody, talking about. We got somebody skills. else who's always got to go. Yep. So Rafael Rivera is 25 and 0, and then uh, is it Joseph Diaz? He's 24 and 0. So. Is that fool rocking a Green Lantern shirt? Yes, he's rocking a Green Lantern shirt. Do you like him now? No, I. I you geek, you geek. No, not at all. I'm a little disappointed. Mm. A little disappointed. No, okay, why is that? Huh? I don't know. I thought we had enough. I thought we were done with the Green Lanterns. We had a white and black one. We don't need a Mexican one. Okay. What's going on with that? Wow. wow. What's going on with that? Okay, man. Green Lantern. Does it come with a green card? <laughs> 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 He's on fire today. <laughs> what is your problem, man? You know we got people in Mexico to listen to us. Man. I don't know. Hopefully he's he'll have to. That's funny. He's it. He's it. He's it. Yeah, man. Tell us we suck. Yeah, we might actually get that now. Hey, I'm waiting for it. Somebody <laughs> troll me. Just don't send me no dick pics. That's it. What about Dick Tracy? That's fine. 
that's that's my then I know then I know you're listening and stealing my jokes because I've already been saying that. Anyway, man, let's talk about something relevant. Like Saul Cinnamon Alvarez. Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Man, I don't Kennedy, like your intro. Triple G Golovkin. I wanna wait till Friday to make my pick. Why? You've had you've had all you had a full year because we were on a collision course. Yeah. Once the Daniel, once the Chavez Jr. and the Daniel Jacobs fight was made, you know, a piece for them, we knew the outcome. We knew it was on a collision course for this upcoming Saturday. So what do you want to do here? You want to make picks or you want to do keys to victory for both fighters? Or are you decided who's going to win? I decided who's going to who's win. Who's going to win? Talking about Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez, how? Two options. Knockout in round 10. Ooh. Or unanimous decision. Like and then that's a safe way to go. I don't. I don't see either or. I just see the more heart. I see the younger fighter. I see the more experienced fighter. I see the fighter who has better opposition. Mm-hmm. And just like I said in the beginning, I see the fighter who wants it more. We've. I've talked about this. Um, the last probably like ten, 50, the last ten fighters that Mayweather has fought. When they lose, they're like, "Hey, I got paid," so they don't feel as bad. Mm-hmm. Canelo was heartbroken when he lost. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. It, it's the money's great. But in his face, he's a he's a Mexican he's a proud Mexican fighter. Mm-hmm. He's an icon. He's yeah, he's an icon. This he's is not he's not just to, fighting he's, for him. He's not not just that. This guy wants to be a champion, man. There's something there's something about being the best. That's not even being good, being great. You have that's there are people like James Harden. There are people like you know Steph Curry. There's people like you know you know KD. But then there's the Kobe's. There's the LeBron. I need to be great. It's not, this is more for legacy, not just for this time being. He, I think Canelo wants to build something to where he's, he wants to be on somebody's Mount Rushmore, not just the Mexican fighters, I think, uh, or not just for Mexico. I think this guy is fighting for something way bigger. And I, I, I see his will being better than Triple G's will to win. Like, I can see this guy digging down more and getting deep and pulling something out to grind this out. I disagree with that last sentence, and, and uh, everything else you said, I disagree with. I don't, I don't see anybody's will to win bigger than the other. That's just me. But my heart says Canelo, but my head says Triple G. And I'm, I'm going to go back to some past shows here. One of our best shows possibly was the Thanksgiving episode when we talked to when we got to make our picks for Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev. Okay. And with this one, Triple G, he's got that smirk, bro. He's got that little smirk in there mm-hmm. like, I got you. Now, throughout their careers, I've seen Canelo hurt multiple times in fighting. He got hurt by Keldo's brother. He's been hurt mm-hmm. a couple times. Mm-hmm. No one's ever seen Triple G hurt. Yeah. We've never seen him face. Now, is that a good or a bad thing? That's a good thing, I think. You think that's a bad thing? I think that's a good thing for, for now, Triple G. That, that For Triple G. Mm-hmm. I think that works in the negative. Canelo, I don't. I, I see Canelo, just like I said, I've seen him go through more and more through wars, and what it is to go through it hurt and still come out on top. They sparred seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think Canelo, Alvarez thinks Canelo's his a power. Different, it's a, he's a different animal, he's man. He's a different animal seven years ago. We're, you're a different person than you were a year ago. Mm-hmm. But B say that he's fighting for Mexico. What are you going to do when Triple G makes you brawl and you go away from the body shots and you just try to bang it out? I don't think he has a problem with that. When you cut, when you he's got, gonna have a problem with it because I think that overhand right is gonna hurt him. And I don't see this fight going past six rounds. James Kirkland came in there. Hurt he only him. Had one, he hurt he only him. Had, he only had one loss. 
Canelo cleaned his clock. Yeah. That hook was nasty. James, Kirk, James not, Kirkland got knocked out by Nishiri Obiro. Yeah, but that's after because of the trainers. Yeah, we do have that. But at the same time, with Canelo, his I think his experience, even though he's 10 years younger, he has way more experience. And the reason why Triple G hasn't been hurt, because he hasn't fought nobody. He's fought he a plenty of he's, bodies. No, he, bought, he fought everybody in front of him that was willing nobody. to get in the ring. So now, Triple G said, go, now, Triple G said this. Now, this scares me. Because he said, he said, if I would have knocked out Daniel Jacobs, I wouldn't have got the Canelo fight. It was already on the course for that. It was already on the course. You, you, you did think, knock it. You think you if you would have knocked, if you, if you think, think, think he if he could have, you think, you don't think he could have? No. No. You might be right. You might be right. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. Because if he would have, because the thing is, no, that's his whole thing. You, you telling me if somebody says you're on a 25 knockout streak, you're thinking, hey, don't knock this guy out so I can get this next fight. No. You're going to knock this guy out. So don't say, hey, I would have scored 40 points, but if I did that, the next team didn't want to play me or nobody wanted to play me next. Who did Triple no. G fight before Dan Jacobs? Let's see. Hold on. Kelbrook. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull up both of these. What, what do you do around here? Shut up. What, seriously, what do you do around here? I, I prep the shows. I bring the jokes. This is an audio show. Nobody why? see how pretty no, you are. No, I don't understand. Like, why is... Am I spelling this wrong? How do you spell Daniel? Just uh, type in triple G. Whatever. Not triple G, but three Gs. Shut up. Oh, you just typed in Canelo. One word. No, actually, I've done that before, and it doesn't... It didn't work? Okay. Yeah, it doesn't do it. So, what, you're over there, and I'm over here. Leave me alone. I'm over here managing. Over here. Doing everybody's work, apparently. Yeah, pull up. Yeah, so you fought Kelbrook. Beat him. Yep. Great fight. Beat mm-hmm. him convincingly. Yep. Was knocked uh, that out. Was a wel- that was a welterweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did he, uh, after that he fought? Before that, he fought Dominic Wade. And then he fought? David Lemieux. Destroyed Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Willie Monroe Jr. Destroyed him. Martin Murray. Destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Mark Destroyed Antonio everybody Rubin. in that path. Daniel Gill. Those are no slouches. They're no slouches, but they're nowhere near the... Caliber of what Canelo's fought, so go to we got, you, So we got. I think Triple G has a better resume. It's because you're a of liar. wins. So, what are you talking about? Canelo's so, been fighting people smaller than him for a so, big portion of his so career. Not the way, not the way that he looks now. Mm-hmm. But we talked about how good Chavez Jr. could be. Mm-hmm. He beat a big man. He beat a way bigger man. A tin man. Now, Liam Smith. Too small. Too small. He. Was a he was a bigger fighter? No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. They fought 154 pounds. Okay. Canelo's way bigger. Okay, so look, worked him. So Amir Khan. Fight, so Amir Khan. I you would fought, fight Amir Khan. Fought, so you fought a quicker fighter, a guy with better hands, and who was winning most of this fight? I'm not scared patient. of Amir Khan. Yeah, you would be. No, I'd fight him. So Miguel Cotto. Miguel Cotto can beat everybody. Everybody that Triple G has fought. No way. Yes, he can. No way. Yes, he can. No the, only, the only well, person that... Cotter did beat Daniel Gill, and that's the only person that Triple Daniel G did Jacob, fought. That, Daniel Jacobs is the only person that, that would I would say 50-50. Miguel Cotter can beat everybody that Triple G beat. I disagree with that one, but okay. You're a liar, and we'll yeah. talk about this afterwards. because no. you don't Miguel like Cotter couldn't beat Willie Monroe Jr. just yeah, like he, he couldn't could. beat oh, Austin yes, Trout. Could. No, he couldn't beat Austin Trout. He can't beat Willie Monroe Jr. You're high. No, I'm not. Not today. I I drank the last of the spit in the Jameson that you left because you have a vagina. I would like to it. see I would like to see James Kirkland versus uh, D- uh, David Lemieux. 
Oh, Lemieux would probably have him out quick, man. Oh, is that right? I think Fat so. Lemieux. Yeah. Who can maybe make it through the first couple rounds if you don't get him? If you don't get him out like you did, Curtis. James Peters? Kirkland has no chin, bro. Nothing. Dude. What, a guy I want to see Amir Khan and James Kirkland fight. First of all, James Kirkland was 32-2 and two with 28 knockouts. How do you have no chin at, with that kind of record? Because he's been hurt by all those fighters early in the rounds and just was able to come because back. Because he comes, he comes forward all the time like Sean Porter does. So you got James Kirkland, who's a brawler. Then you fought Ares Randy Laura. Best fight. You got, yeah, mm-hmm. in which, you know, that could that's really controversial, too. Could so I'll give, I'll give him that, though. Floyd Mayweather, Austin Trout, Josecita Lopez. Shane Austin Trout was a good win. Yeah, so uh, Shane Mosley. A, a, veteran, shot, a shot, veteran, a shot, a shot, Shane Mosley. You, you're talking about these. He, he fought a 147 he, pounder. He, he's fighting. Okay, so when uh, he fought, when uh, he fought, Shane, when he fought Shane, Shane Mosley, Mosley, he fought Shane Mosley five years ago. Yeah. Hold on. How? Hold on. He hold was on. like listen 65 to then. To listen to me. Canelo was 22 years old. Yeah. Canelo was 22 years old when he fought Shane Mosley. Shane Mosley was 22 years older than him, probably. Dude. That experience counts for something. There's a reason why. There's a reason why when you get older and your skills start to diminish, you the have you experience have your only memory. counts for older guys sleeping with younger women. You're trying to piss me off so bad. <laughs> like you, you really are. You really are. Because you don't even believe that. The thing is, no. if I, you, okay, I'll give you that one. But he, what, you what, can't give me Shane Mosley. No, no, no. no Shane Mosley is speaking, not a good win. I'm not a good win at speaking, all. Why do we always talk about, man, if I can go back in the past, I can do this. And that. Knowing, knowing then what I know now. If I can go back in the past, e- I would have just took exactly more videos. What ex- that's exactly what experience counts for. Okay. So there is no possible. Look, so we go we go from there. Every other fight go, you named in there except for the Shea Mosley fight. That Shea Mosley fight was a joke. Okay. Shea Mosley fight was already, they were telling him to retire. So besides, Daniel, ja- besides Daniel Jacobs, which just happened, there is no fight. There is no fight that Triple K can go back to where he can learn from. Matthew Macklin, Curtis Stevens. He's not learning from nobody because he cleaned everybody. Because he dominated these guys. He dominated people that are not Canelo would not have had any of those people out of the ring or done within four or five rounds like he did. So one of my favorite things a commentator said. Canelo would have went the distance with all those fighters. I think it was Maybe knocked him out in the late rounds. No. No, he would no. One thing There's I like no about Max, way he would clean One thing out I like about Max Kellerman, I think he said this about he said this about Mayweather. He said, when it comes to the knockout, Mayweather will open the door, but he if it's there, he'll go in. Mm-hmm. But he's not kicking down the door. I like door. how you used the gun signal for that one there. No, Mr. Home Invasion. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just right instinct up, over here? <laughs> muscle memory. Yeah, muscle right. memory. No. It the Mayweather's not contingent on knocking anybody out. The mm-hmm. win is the win. And mm-hmm. the thing is to do it the way that you wanted to. You don't have to sit there and bang with anybody and get a knockout to look impressive and mm-hmm. look dominant. We've seen many fighters do that, and you're not going to discredit anybody if they're not knockout artists or anything like that. So you don't have to knock them out to look do- like this and dominate in performance. You don't have to. Canelo wins the way Canelo wants to win. He wins tried and true, just like we just like we did with... Um... Hold on, what's his name? Estrada, just like Estrada did. He didn't have to knock Carlos Quadras out, but he grinded it out. He stayed at his own pace, Mm -hmm. and he sat there and got that win. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. If you go outside your own game plan, that's when you mess up. Mm -hmm. And I think what this this fight comes down to— First mistake loses. First mistake, and whoever makes the most mistake loses. No, I agree with that one 100%. Um, I'm going to pick Triple G. I'm going to pick Triple G. I think uh, Canelo— is under gonna underestimate his power, but I, I'm I don't care if I'm wrong. I really don't. 
I understand that. I care if I'm wrong just because he's my third favorite fighter. But at the same time, though, you know one thing I am. And see, about, Triple G's probably probably my second or third favorite fighter. Too. And you know, and I really like. I love Canelo, bro. Yeah. I I love. I like cinnamon toast crunch, and I love Canelo as a fighter. So, and one of the things that about this, one of the things about this fight that that does scare me though, what I will say is, I wonder if Canelo is too big. Because Triple G too- chooses to fight at 160 because nobody wanted to fight him at 154. But yeah. now he probably is too old now yeah. to go down to 154. But I'm, it's always a training regiment that always bothers me mm-hmm. too whenever you go to flex. How do you feel about road. Canelo looking so buff? What do you think I just said? Yeah. But like, I, I wonder how that's going to work with his kick quickness and reflex. Slow him down, and I re- possibly. And slow him down. And I really don't want him to go power with power. I like, I mean, if, if he you goes, make it, if he, if he, the edge is against him. If he if goes, he goes power for power, power, if he goes be- power with power, the odds will be against him. He's a better boxer. Yeah, that's why. That's the reason why Mayweather said it, and uh, and this is it's we've said it many times. Canelo's body work will be the difference in the fight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just just naturally what it is. I, it's a 50-50 toss up, man. Right now, I guess if if you want to make the most money on a bet, uh, if you bet triple G. If you bet a, a hundred, you have to bet hundred sixty to get hundred back for Triple G, and I think that's the best odds right there for bets right now. But we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out soon. Man, shout out to my barber, my homeboy, man, one of my confidants, my friend Habib. We are going to watch it at his house. Yeah, hmm. <sighs> man. So we're gonna have a lot of good food, and I don't have to drive to Pierce County. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta drive. You don't have to come down. Use your hood pass. Well, you still get a hood pass, but like at the same time, I had I had a hood pass before I met you, son. Now I just get to walk around with one and talk more crap. That's it. I'm excited for this fight, man. It's I'm very excited. It's it's now we're we're talking about. I I don't think I've been this excited for an actual fight to see what's going to happen and see the outcome since the. what is his name? Danny Garcia mm-hmm. and Keith Thurman fight. I think that's the last time I was excited for, well, no, the Sergey Kovalev Andre Ward fight, uh, the first one. But even the last time, but not even then. But the, the time where I was just like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen was that uh, Danny Garcia Keith Thurman fight, which disappointed me. But just like I said, man, if if we didn't have Rigandow and Lomachenko on the rise, mm-hmm. I would not want to stay to come yet. Yeah. I would, I'd, Even it, then, I still kind of don't I, want it to come. Right? I was like, yeah, I, I wanted to wait a little bit more, I, but at the same time, I want to see it. We got to get this over with. The hype The hype behind it is Tyson Holyfield to me, the first one. That I, I'm, feeling Marvis ha- I'm feeling Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns is what I want, bro. Wait, the, did you watch that live? I, yes, I did, actually, with my dad. But... That was a very long time ago. Yeah, I, I was at when I was sitting back at thirty eighth yesterday. I watched. I, I just threw the highlights on, mm-hmm. and the highlights were three minutes forty two seconds. I was like, "No, this is only a three round fight." And they were just in awe. They were nah, just amazed. It's that the Tyson, the first Tyson Holyfield fight, man. I remember just walking them talking about it and walking to the ring. How it made me feel. The thing Oof. was so, it, it was so much like I got that like, poster hanging like, in I my went house. From, I went from I want Tyson to kill. I want kill. 
I hope these guys don't hurt each other. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I was like, like, you know, when they just not the face, like, you know, when like they'll have like, uh, I don't forgot which comic book characters it is, but when you got like Superman and the Flash, when they're going full speed at each other, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. boom, you got that atomic bomb thing. That's how I see it. That's how I see it, man. Like the Super Hydron Collider in CERN, right? If you don't know what that is, don't look it up because you'll never get off the web. But I'm super excited about this. Now, let's, what are the keys to victory again? Success is little sins. <laughs> Success is a whole bunch of small steps. Small steps. Success is a bunch of small sex. I like it. Let's keep it moving forward, baby. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. And don't forget to download that Square Circle app and tell your friends and family. Tell your homies. Tell everybody no, because you know we're dropping knowledge. I told you who was going to lose last weekend with Chocolatito. But who's going to be right? We'll find out. Tune in next Thursday, every single Thursday. Don't forget to tell your friends and download the app. We're available also on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Just pick one. Stitcher, we're on it. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace.